0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is Auto Line Daily for March 8, 2011, and now the news. When car companies make big profits, they love to trumpet their success to the world, but when they pay their executives big compensation packages, they bury the info. You have to dig through arcane financial documents to find out anything about it. But the Detroit News did that digging and reports that Ford CEO Alan Mulally earned $56 million in stock for last year, while company chairman Bill Ford earned over $42 million. The federal government, which needs every penny it can get, will be happy to learn that Mulally will pay $23 million in taxes on that income while Bill Ford will pay Uncle Sam over $17 million. Critics, especially at the UAW, will have a field day with these numbers because these are two of the highest compensation packages ever paid out by any automaker to executives who are not on the verge of retiring. And talking about earning a fortune, Bloomberg is carrying a story about a farsighted entrepreneur who felt that something was out of whack with the Chinese controlling 95% of the market for rare earth metals. A guy named Nick Curtis spent $5 million in 2002 to buy land to develop a rare earth mine in Australia. Thanks to China slashing exports of rare earth metals, his company Linus Corp is now worth $3.5 billion. His mine, which he claims is the world's richest deposit of rare earths, is set to become the first new source outside of China in two decades. The internal combustion engine has been the king of the road for the last century, but now it's under siege. And if a report obtained by German newspaper Handelsblatt is true, it may become an endangered species in the next 40 years. According to a white paper by the European Commission, cars and small trucks powered by internal combustion engines will be banned from cities by 2050. They also want to cut the number of IC engines in urban areas in half by 2030. But killing off the internal combustion engine may prove harder than they think. Wards reports that researchers at Shell have developed a new type of lubricant that can boost vehicle efficiency by nearly 7%. It's a special 0W10 synthetic oil that was run in one of Gordon Murray's T25 City cars. In one test, the vehicle delivered 96 miles per gallon, just 2.4 liters per 100 kilometers. One of the challenges in developing ultra-low viscosity oils is getting them to last long enough for a decent change interval. This concept, lubricant from Shell, is a major advancement in the field But don't go looking for it at your local auto parts store, at least not yet. OEMs have to develop new engines to handle this kind of oil. The Fiat 500 represents the first step in bringing the Fiat brand back to North America. It will be built at Chrysler's plant in Toluca, Mexico, which also makes the Dodge Journey and used to make the PT Cruiser. Now, Sergio Marchionne says he wants to put another Fiat platform in that plant, one that can accommodate several body styles. Both the Dodge and Chrysler brands are slated to get B-Class cars in 2013 based on a Fiat platform. So it sure sounds like the Toluca plant is a good bet that that's where they're going to go. And this could benefit the Chrysler Group in Mexico where it is strong in trucks, but getting killed in cars. You know, saving the environment ain't cheap, Bloomberg reports Tesla will charge $77,400 for its Model S electric car when it goes on sale. The company is supposed to make 5,000 of them next year. The first 1,000 of them will be the 300-mile range Model S known as the Signature Series that comes fully loaded. Tesla will also introduce Model S models with shorter ranges and lower prices. Tesla says that by 2013, it'll be building 20,000 vehicles a year. I say, we shall see. Say, why did Mazda style the new Mazda 5 the way they did? We'll have the head of Mazda's North American Styling interpret the form language they used right after this.
1: Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need.
0: The new Mazda 5 features a styling theme that the company calls Nagare, which means flow. In fact, the little minivan has all kinds of styling cues that reflect this theme. I recently got a chance to talk with Ken Sayward, the design manager for Mazda North America and asked him to walk us around the vehicle and point them all out.
1: Hi, my name is Ken Sayward. I'm a design manager at Mazda's Advanced Design Studio in Irvine, California, and I'm here today to talk about the Mazda 5, the first Mazda production vehicle to feature Nagari styling. The term Nagari means flow, and what that means is the Nagari styling is influenced by the forms and the movements found in nature. And as you walk up to the vehicle, the first thing you notice is a very dramatic front end, very strong five-point grille, a lot of character in the front end. Working your way into the headlights, you can see the influence of this Nagari movement and flow we're talking about and how we built it and designed it into the headlamp buckets and the shape of the headlamps, working our way back. We found the guard not just an aesthetic, but it also has a functional element as well. We were able to clean up the airflow around the vehicle, specifically at the base of the windshield by some of the detailing we did in the hood and reducing wind noise and controlling airflow. As well as you walk around the vehicle, we were able to clean up the airflow around the mirrors, which generally is an area that creates a lot of turbulence and wind noise, which affects the interior sound volumes, and we were able to quiet the vehicle down by controlling the airflow. As we move to the side of the vehicle, this is where you can really see the Nagari influence in the body surface and texture as you work your way from the front fender along the body side, the beautiful sculpting of Nagari design and the in- and the harmony and the movement and it's what it does, it, it stretches the vehicle out, it gives it a feeling of beauty and precision as you work your way through the vehicle to the rear, you can see how we've integrated the the sliding door track into the Nigari design as well, working your way to the back of the vehicle. Looking at the taillight, one of the key parts of the car, one I'd really like to highlight is the attention to detail we have put into the taillight design as well as the headlight but specifically looking at the taillight you can see again this, this Nagori influence, this beautiful surface texture. how uh, We've created ridges in the surface. This not only acts as a styling element but it also is a function element as well and cleans up the airflow towards the rear of the vehicle. What we're trying to do is clean it up and reduce the amount of turbulence in the rear of the vehicle as well as make it a styling element. So. In a nutshell, that's the new Mazda 5.
0: Ironically, Mazda is dropping the Nagari styling theme going forward. The two designers who came up with that theme have left the company, and so it should come as no surprise that the new head of design at Mazda in Japan, Ikuo Maeda, wants to put his own stamp on the way his cars will look. The new styling theme is called Shinari, based on a concept car of the company trotted out last year. Hey, don't forget to check out Roundabout, the latest program in the AutoLine family. This week, the crew blasts through the news from the Geneva Motor Show, covering 60 cars in 90 minutes. It's a fast-paced look at what went down in Switzerland. Check it out on the John's Journal section of our website, AutoLineDetroit.tv, or check it out at RoundaboutShow.com. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.